0: Greetings from the high seas blunderers. You don't know me yet, but my name is Samovar of the Silver Golden. I'm a a put upon abjuration wizard who protects our plane of existence from all manner of extraplanar incursion, and also occasionally from the actions of my own party of rascals. I'm a big fan of the Caravan of Wonders and all their various hijinks. I never miss an episode, and it's my pleasure. To thank their otherworldly patrons this week Mary Rain, Matthew Smets Gula Tice Chris Welsh Thanks Mike Hammond Michael Pollard Jason Campbell Olga Krasik and Michelle B You're all wonderful Noreen Elizabeth David Farsi Heather Baird Cheryl Nash Chelsea Dab And Shell Scott There you have it Thank you kindly, all of you, for your support and your listening. And until we meet, fare thee well.
1: Oh, hello, it's Yuri Ditchdigger, here to catch you up on what happened last week on Wonders and Blunders. The party has escaped the ethereal plane, only to find themselves now trapped on a different one, the Feywild. After they narrowly survived an avalanche, thanks to a helpful stranger, who turned out to be Knoith the Cold, they made their way back to his wizard tower to rest and warm up. Knoith, a tiefling wizard, told them that today was their birthday, and now they're getting changed, getting ready for a big and it seems fairly dramatic family dinner that might be happening later that night. Let's see how they fare on this week's episode of Wonders and Blunders. Who stayed? Benjamin and Bruce. Did anyone stay? Ben- Ben and Bree. So while you two, while you guys are all sort of figuring out what outfits you're going to pull out of these wardrobes, back in the den, the door opens again. And this sort of short, chubby, uh, bald tiefling steps through with, uh, just snow across their head and they scoop it off and you see these two file down horns on their forehead. They kind of come in grumbling and like stomping snow off of their boots and then look up and see you two sitting there and uh he just says oh hi yeah
2: brie growls but lazily because she's like on her back with a distended stomach
1: yeah ben
3: uh, also grumbles uh, and opens <laughs> one eye he's just like trying to
1: sleep hi hello sorry hi oh Wh- who uh, are you sorry to d- d- disturb you um i'll uh, uh, maybe i'm i'm best off in my room anyway uh I-, I didn't realize there were going to be more guests i wasn't uh, mentally prepared um
3: we were rescued Of of course. Uh, Okay. See you later.
1: Yes, uh, you you will. Absolutely you will. Uh, And then he turns around and opens the door, uh, and you see, like, this little tiny cupboard of a bedroom, uh, just, like, the bed pretty much pressed up against the door, and he scurries, like, forces himself (laughs) into it and then closes the door behind him. Hmm. Um, And immediately the door opens up again, and (laughs) the woman (gasps) in the portrait steps inside. This, like, glamorous drow woman wearing these beautiful red winter robes uh, steps inside, the snow just kind of falling off of her as she steps in, but still, even though she's walked through two rooms to get here, still wind is swirling it around her.
2: It is like a revolving Uh, door in here.
1: (laughs) She says, oh, uh, unfamiliar faces. Very exciting. Likewise. Uh, Hi. Hello. I'm Benjamin. Benjamin. Hello, Benjamin. I'm Paulina Godreth. Uh,
3: our pleasure to make your acquaintance. Of course. And ben, ben does a little... Like, he stood
1: up and he does a little oh, bow. you're a lady in art. Uh, yes, you'll, you'll find me in quite a few pictures, uh, both here and in many of the courts uh, across the plains. Uh, I'm somewhat of a muse.
2: Oh, I am amused by this place, too.
1: <laughs> Excellent. And your name? I am Bree. Bree. My goodness... A lizard folk. Yes, I am a yeah. lizard. And such a large one as well. Where do you hail from? Thank you. I am <laughs> from magicisi I've never heard of this place. Where? where, where you must tell me more.
2: Uh, he's a uh, long way. Uh, I do not know quite how we get here. We uh, travel by tornado. <laughs> huh?
1: My goodness. Oh, well, what a treat this is. And she, just like Kanoith did, takes off her coat and just mm. flourishes it up. She's wearing, like, this the sleeveless, backless dress and these dainty chains with uh, l- a little medallion, a smaller version of the holy symbol she's wearing in the portrait, and she tosses her coat, and it finds its way to a coat rack, and she just sort of calls out behind her, Jeeves, get us a few bottles of wine. Uh, what, what, do, what do you two prefer to drink?
2: Slider. S- and uh, uh, it's
1: like, like,
2: his his eyes are shifting. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think I think Brie says blood under her breath to Ben, and then is like, oh, right, like, what's a, what's a regular,
1: what's a normal thing to drink? <laughs> uh, uh, water will be fine. <laughs> <laughs> fine for now, I suppose. Hydration is important. And then uh, those things sort of appear on the table, and she, without even looking, grabs the bottle of wine that appears next to her and, like, uncorks it with, she has those, um, like, metal fingernail, Decorations, and she just like sticks it into the top of the cork and pulls out the cork, uh, and Ooh. starts like pouring glasses up as she God, wakes her way hell?
4: over Wow! Uh,
3: ben, Ben takes uh, his his drink uh, and has a little sip, and his
2: face screws up, and he's it's it's good. Is and, this is this red wine or white wine? Uh, red wine. Oh, okay. Then I think Brie would see that, think it's blood, and probably just be like, "Oh," uh, and go to, to to get a glass of that. Yeah. Instead.
1: Uh, and yeah, so she she has already like poured three glasses and has laid them next to you. In addition to the things that you asked for, and is just leaning in, just bombarding you with questions. She just says, "What what major city? What major port? Where where would you travel to? Where you're from?"
2: Uh, he's not city. He's tree
1: uh, and swamp. <laughs> ah, not many visitors from the outside then.
2: Uh, no, I, I mean, some people come, but most die when they do. <laughs> if I
1: if I got you a map, the material plane, I'm assuming. Yes, yes. And, and if I got you a map, could you show me where it is? Uh, and, and Bree,
2: it, it takes a, like a deep moment to think about this and says like, I would think so, yes, with help. Uh, and looks at Ben. You, um, you
3: said it was across the sea from Pralia. So, I mean, I know I know where Pralia is. We should be able to. Uh, I could
2: Race back, yes.
1: Very good. Ben we'll... takes
3: another swig of wine.
1: Yes, uh, uh, very good. Well, uh, uh, grab your drinks and come with me. And she walks back to the door and opens it up and you see a pretty dark room again as the door opens, torches blare up in between many more bookcases, which are sort of spiraling upwards into the dark uh, of this seemingly endless ceiling in this room. In the center of it all is a large desk, which is pretty much empty. And on the floor, you can see there are all sorts of like big runes, there is a cage over in one corner, and you can see, like, there's a statue in there that has been, like, completely destroyed. And uh, she says, Oh, God, what a mess. Of course, he wouldn't clean this place up, even for guests, and then steps into the room and beckons is for the, you to follow.
2: Is the cage empty?
1: The cage is empty, yeah.
2: Uh, after you, Bree. Uh, yes. Uh, and yeah, you definitely see, like, the, the expression darken a little bit at seeing a cage in the corner. But Bree, Bree, Bree would follow in. And Ben uh, kind of
3: shields himself behind Bree and follows. Uh, he takes his wine.
1: Okay. Um, so, yeah, you step into uh, this room, and she, like, holds up her hand, and uh, from the darkness above, flipping end over end, this map comes and lands in it. And she slams it on the desk and spreads it out, and you see uh, a map of the material plane. Um and she is just kind of like looking over it and kind of orienting it a little bit, and it just kind this of looks at you. This the entire plane. The whole plane. Yeah, wow. it is a huge <laughs> map. Yeah,
2: <laughs> like Bree is awestruck.
3: Um, I can't tell where anything is. I'm sorry. What? What is this? And Ben like points at like I guess like something (laughs) like fucking edge of a galaxy
1: (laughs) yeah so this uh it it does it it looks somewhat similar to maps that you have seen but there are strange like where there would be latitude and longitude lines the the lines are almost they look like they've been drawn sort of three-dimensionally and where you point uh she says oh this is a an area of uh of Flux, uh, we, we've we've mapped the the plane looking for where we would assume would be uh, strong portals to other planes good traveling points a, a tunnel if you will um, oh. but if you're looking for and she like moves the she sort of starts moving it around and she says you said pralia pralia correct yeah, yeah. Uh, so she moves the map and then kind of like smooths it out in a place and and points mm-hmm. and you can see she says this is this is Pralia
2: okay and does this map like make sense? I mean, in terms of, of geographical oddities and layouts and stuff, or is this like some sort of gibberish time map?
1: It's not quite a <laughs> gibberish time map. There is too much information on it, um, right. but there is a, a base level of map information on it as well. Once you're looking at this, Ben, I think you would be able to see where the ocean is on this, separating uh, Pralia from like your home. And, like, when she points out, probably it sort of gives you a, a reference enough to, to see the area around it. Okay, so, like, yeah, you can see that that continent to the northwest? Yeah. You can't actually see the wilds on the map. Okay.
2: Can you see the, uh, the ice, the big, like, thing
1: of ice there? Uh, yes, you can.
2: Okay. So I think Bree would know that from her travels down to the deserts and would just kind of start trying to trace out the path that she took uh, when she left the wilds, and is is kind of going, okay, uh, okay, yes, I left Iniki. Well, I arrived at the Niki. I pass Zarzith across Quimeto and is trying to just track her travels back to where the wilds would be on the map.
1: Yeah, and and I think you you'd be able to get yourself pretty pretty close using those two landmarks, um, like knowing that the ice belt kind of points at,
2: right. But there's there's nothing there.
1: And there's nothing on the map no
2: he's uh he's here but he's not on map
1: and she just like smooths it out again and like gets really close and like takes out this little magnifying glass and starts looking and then she draws an x on the map and just like puts her hand on your shoulder and she says brie you have given me one of the greatest gifts that can be given a blank spot on a map that is just the most wonderful thing you could have given me I'm, I am I, I, you do not understand how much this means to me I'm uh, me neither deeply in your debt
2: <laughs> oh well uh, I am uh, happy to help I do not recommend going there is uh, not good for your kind
1: oh well thank you for the warning but uh, nothing on this earth or the next could stop me
2: <laughs> I uh, hope for
5: your sake uh, you are correct
1: Um, So, back up in the bedroom, you've all changed into your clothes. All right. Yeah, it's basically the same outfit I'm
5: wearing, except in like a richer, like purple velvet color uh, with a top hat and a like cape that is like gold on the underside and black on the outside. Awesome. Nice.
6: Yeah. to, To add to the Matador outfit, Star just reached in and got a big, like nice matching cloak, like a big heavy cloak in case he has to go back outside. Cool.
7: Red, mm. red underside for flashy. Whoa, yeah. Oh, yeah.
6: Oh, yeah. Black on the outside, red on the underside. Nice.
4: Yeah, Rowan's in like a really nice velvet smoking jacket. And uh, <laughs> he's got his armor still like kind of underneath, but it's sort of hidden with like a little little ascot and a smoking jacket. And uh, it's just kind of like looking at his sleeves. It, it's sort of like a muted paisley pattern in the smoking jacket, but you, you've kind of got a little, be a little close to to see it. It's it's more about a stitching than, than colors, really.
6: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Star's armor is still on, too. Yeah. He's still wearing his blue armor.
7: Kara replaced her skirt and blouse with uh, basically the same thing, but with like a lace overlay in like a darker red of centipedes and snowflakes.
1: <laughs> a very common
7: pattern. <laughs> you know, things that have been on her mind.
5: Yeah, that's great. Shall we visit Canoy?
4: Well, I, I almost think we should get Benjamin and, and Bree in, in here too so they they can, you know, get some clothes going and, and freshen up themselves.
6: Yeah, they seemed like they,
5: they were napping. Do we really want to wake them up? We can pop back here on our way to the drinks afterwards.
4: Yeah, f- fair enough. I mean, we don't plan on going to, to dinner anyway, right? So, yeah, there's right. plenty of time to let them nap. Little
5: well, do Kanoi. you know we're getting into trouble.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so we'll head back out the door mm-hmm. yep um so you open the door you head back into the uh front hall as you do the front door flies open and a flurry of snow following as an eladrin winter eladrin uh steps through the front wearing this golden plate mail steps inside takes off this uh golden helmet in the shape of a dragon's face puts it under his arm and says well jeeves it's excellent to see you once again ah And, uh, who are these fine folks?
4: Rowan immediately goes, drops to one knee.
1: Like a (laughs) a bow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And he he does not react to that, uh, but is kind of like looking at the others and waiting for that (laughs) to happen.
5: Uh, Hello.
6: Darth flourishes into a bow.
5: Yes, I think similar. Uh, Just like a a bow of greeting. (laughs) Uh, Hello. um, We are recent rescues of your host, K'noith.
1: Ah, uh, well, (laughs) that's, uh, fortunate for you. It was. And what is it uh, that brought you to his doorway? Uh, a series of missteps.
7: And a, a, a
1: big avalanche.
7: and a, a big uh, tornado thing, um, planar tornado.
4: Rowan
1: just nods at all of this. And he is studying over you. Uh, and there's a, I think when you're looking at him, he is struggling with two sides of his uh, his duties and he says well uh, this place is slightly outside of my jurisdiction so we'll leave it at that i just kind of like bow my head again and uh we uh, all detect the <laughs> failed threat. yeah <laughs> yes
7: yeah <laughs> he's making it clear we're we yeah. are we're on our, our way home if we can possibly manage it
1: well let's hope that you can yeah uh, rowan is is
4: like kind of flushed and uh, and clearly in a in a very meek position Well,
5: we don't mean Uh, to keep
1: you any longer. Um, He shakes his head a little bit and looks towards uh, Jeeves and says, uh, Let the master know that I have arrived, if you don't mind. And Jeeves says, "Uh, Of course, General Noir, just a moment. And Jeeves just kind of stands still for a moment. And then the door behind you flies open and Ken steps into the room and just says, Norbert, oh, my goodness. Oh, thank God goodness you've arrived oh that's uh, this is well, what a wonderful surprise what brings you to the area he says well i've uh, you you may have noticed outside uh, quite a, a stir has been made and he says yes yes yes. Uh, is she here and he says <laughs> she's uh, uh hunting but I, i'm sure she'll make a visit for you uh, especially on on a day such as this uh, she wouldn't dare sully your wish on your birthday mm. he says oh oh excellent i was uh, just in the observatory i <laughs> can't believe i didn't spy her on her way. Oh, wonderful! This is uh, uh, truly a truly a, a welcome surprise. I was just about to round up the family for uh, for dinner. I do hope you'll join us. And he says, "Well, I would be honored uh, if you if you wouldn't mind just. Uh, uh, I suppose maybe your guest room is occupied with these folks. Uh, if if you wouldn't mind uh, giving me a place to freshen up and uh, take off this heavy armor." And he says, oh, "Of course, Jeeves will see to you. I'll be back up in the observatory trying to." <laughs> Catch a glimpse, if you know what I mean. And he says, of course, of course. And uh, two doors open up on the sides. Um, the general steps into one of them, and Ken hesitates at the other and just says, I do hope you've been finding everything you need.
5: Uh, yes.
1: Is, is
5: this a bad time? I was hoping to catch you in your study.
1: Ah, the, the study. Well, um, best maybe to wait till after dinner. I was just about to uh, round up the family. I believe they've all arrived.
5: Oh yes, uh, very well. I, I, we won't keep you from your duties. Rowan sort of stands up. He's like, oh,
1: the Eladrin, uh,
4: is, is honor, is he gonna be staying here this evening as well?
1: Oh, I do hope so. Uh, he's uh, an an old old friend of mine. Uh, we we used to work together. He's it, it, a lot of a lot of pomp, but don't worry, we're not in the Winter Court, so uh, he has no power over you here.
4: Well, yeah. If if the host says so, then then, then okay. But uh, you can see that he's still pretty nervous.
1: You may trust me. Your safety here is guaranteed. You are my guests.
4: And might you I see him relax a little? Uh, it's, it's appreciated. That that means a lot. Me.
5: And might I just
1: uh, just say,
5: everything here is very impressive. A uh, mighty fine work you have done.
1: I I thank you for that. Uh, it's it's not often that I get to see uh, uh, fresh eyes take it all in. Uh, it all blurs together after the years.
5: Uh, as you can imagine, I have, I have many questions for you. I, I cannot wait uh, for the opportunity to uh, uh, learn what I can from you.
1: Yes, yes, of course. Uh, and I as well. Uh, there, there are a few things I would like to teach you and maybe uh, uh, spread the word of. I'm a bit of a uh, I don't know if you've heard of me before this, but uh, a bit of a spell sculptor myself. Uh, in my autumn years, I've found it quite intriguing to mess around with the magical arts myself, and there are a few things that I would like to get more out into the world. Uh, yes. You know, Liam and Tasha have there's spells in everybody's spell book and nobody's heard of mine yet.
5: Uh, that, that is unfortunate. I, I, I caught um, I found your tome of the cold uh, very fascinating read.
1: <laughs> oh a fan. Well, I'll have to sign your copy.
5: <laughs> oh well I, I unfortunately I believe the copy I have in my hands uh, is yours. Um, but uh, if you're willing to part with it, I, I would be uh, very grateful.
1: Oh, I, I have many <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, yes. um, well, I, I'm uh, I'm heading to the dining room myself, if you would like to join.
5: Uh, I believe we should uh, check on our compatriots and um, ensure that they're feeling uh, up for the festivities.
1: Oh, of, of course. Uh, Jeeves will see to that. And he opens the door. You see this grand dining room, two levels with a, a, a table sort of dwarfed, although long, like a 20-foot table dwarfed by these big gold pillars on all sides, uh, long blue banners, and again, these huge stately windows which normally would surely give you a beautiful view of the outside, which are clouded over by the storm.
5: And, uh, sorry, I'm a bit unsure of the decorum here. Um, Would it be rude to join uh, mid-dinner, or or should should we wait until um, drinks after dinner?
1: Oh, my goodness. Uh, Step in whenever you like. Um, it, It might be best to get there while things are still civil. Oh, it's it's okay. going to be quite a show. Uh try not to take anything too personally. My uh children and my uh ex wife are they're, they're a handful.
5: Oh, I see. Excellent. Um yes, uh we'll we'll be right along.
6: Very Star, good. Scar like looks at everybody <laughs> and is like really excited. <laughs> <laughs> loves a bit of drama.
7: As long as it's not your own family, that might be
1: <laughs> uh, yes, he I, I assume this anything. is much more entertaining from a distance. <laughs> <laughs> he steps in there, and uh, yeah, you're left alone in the front room again. Yeah, I guess Ooh, we asked okay. to be uh, yeah. the fireplace room. Living parlor. parlor. Oh, the parlor, parlor? yes. Yeah. Thank you.
4: We never see our friends again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, well, well, chief says, oh, um, you're looking for your compatriots.
5: Uh, yes. Yeah.
1: Uh, they have actually made their way to the study with Lady godreth Shall I show you there instead?
4: Oh, uh, well, little scamps going on without us. Yeah, please. Yes, please.
1: So, yeah, the door swings open, uh, and you see Ben and Bree standing at the, the map table with Alina in the a, study.
4: Is that a whole map? Brie's not
3: whole. whole.
1: Ben puts down his empty wine glass. <laughs> so, oh.
6: Okay, Rowan sizes you up with. That. And yeah. you're drinking.
4: His, his, his cheeks are flushed. Mm. I see we're all having and good he, time. Uh, he
3: turns to Paulina and he points at her holy symbol and he goes, Najam, the goddess of curiosities.
1: Ah, good eye you have. Well, that's uh, that's uh, that's quite worldly for somebody so young.
3: I'm, uh, I'm,
2: yeah, I'm, uh, I'm educated. <laughs> clearly he has uh, been taught everyone. well by giant owl
1: <laughs> another oh. another story worth hearing <laughs> i think
2: <laughs> do you have can you go to the everwood
3: here that's where homes from
1: i uh, another place i'm uh, fortunately unfamiliar with this is uh, oh amazing uh, please all of you come in and just point at this map show me the most interesting place you've ever seen i'm i'm blown away today I know it's uh, Ken's birthday technically, but I'm the one getting all the presents. Paulina Godreith.
5: Oh, he- hello, Paulina. Uh, very nice, nice to
7: meet you. Nice to meet you. Hello. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh,
5: Valandarius, Iron Rutherford IV.
1: He's a wizard. And you?
7: I'm I'm Kara.
1: Very uh, very good to meet all of you. Uh, uh, from <laughs> all across the uh, the material, I suppose. At a tabaxi, that's a uh, not not someone you see every day. Uh, excuse hey, me you if I this. if I stare. Yeah. Right. I'm a, oh,
6: yeah, I don't I'm, mind.
3: <laughs> I'm a lycanthrope like w- What? <laughs> <laughs> and ben is like, yeah, he, n- nodding his head, got his he's mouth been closed.
7: Pretty well behaved for nobody's been, yes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, no, no chance of a full moon here tonight, so uh, uh, no harm, no foul until trouble besets us, hey? Um, mm-hmm. And then, yeah, looking at you, Rowan, uh, and a uh, uh, Furbo at Fay Castle, you say.
4: Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah.
1: Ah, oh, very good. I'm uh, somewhat of a criminal there, <laughs> for Ooh. my uh, through through marriage, a criminal in law, I suppose.
4: Now, now that's story I want to hear all about. Uh, my, my brother and I, are from there, you see, I grew up there.
1: Well, that uh, it's a it's a wonderful place. Uh, the the summer court was uh, somewhere I was sad to lose as a visiting ground, but uh, quite an unforgiving lot over there. And uh, being married to Kenwath the Cold. Um, it doesn't really help your passport opportunities Oh, I see you, So you know, I funny lost you say that, that one in the divorce
4: I, uh, growing up there I've never heard of Cannot uh, the, the cold, I hadn't heard of him until I met him today
1: Uh, well, uh, probably not too uh, Wrapped up in the war mm. b- Being uh, from Not not from the fair.
4: Mm, fair, yeah, that, that would probably mm. explain it Yeah So ha- have you spent much time in the furball communities there? Then that, That's exciting to me
1: I have. Uh, I've I've gone in. You have quite a few lovely festivals, which I, I do mm. love to yeah. attend. Um, a, a cozy bunch, but well, a boring. bit too much right. of, uh, forgive me for saying, and I, I'm sure you won't take this as an insult, but uh, a little too homebody-ish for me.
4: Oh, well, I guess, yeah, uh, you know, we're a comfortable lot, and, and, you know, we take our friendships and our family very seriously. Uh, and you can see that he's he is, like, a little bit, like... Kind of surprised, maybe at that, but uh, brushes it off quickly and like, I guess that wouldn't be for everybody, no. I, I, yeah, you know, I can see that. I can see that.
1: Mm. Yeah, you and Ken will get along uh, swimmingly.
4: <laughs> I do hope so. We. So, were... uh,
1: why are you visiting your uh, ex-husband on his birthday? <laughs> oh well, it's it's his birthday. I mean, we we had a a bit of a messy separation, but um, he uh, assured me that there was. There were really no hard feelings, and honestly, a, a chance to see my children all in the same place is uh, something I can't pass up. Uh, that I can understand.
5: Mm, mm-hmm. We were just on our way to join them at, at dinner. Um, a uh, uh, Benjamin, um, we have quarters uh, where you can change if you are interested. Great. Le- I'd love to. Lead the way. <laughs> Tired.
4: Oh, yeah, and, and as you walk past uh, Benjamin, I, I, Rowan kind of puts his hand on your shoulder. and He's like, "Why don't you uh, get a little bit of water in there too?" Uh, okay. I'll drink. Yeah, I'll drink water.
3: Yeah. We'll drink whatever they got. That was pretty cool. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Ben's kind of like looks at the floor for a second, and then he he leans closer to you, Rowan, mm. and he, he he reaches into his pocket. He puts uh, his hand against your hand, and he said, "Um, I'm sorry." About your brother, and when he lets his hands go, there's a, a shard, from the the gemstone that broke off in his hand when he tried to cast remove curse on it, mm. and then uh, he turns and
2: follows Valen.
4: Yeah, I just look at that shard for a bit.
2: Bree spends a moment looking at her outfit, wondering what is wrong with her no clothing, <laughs>
7: um,
2: uh, but he just kind of shrugs uh, and follows behind uh, Benjamin.
1: The door opens. You see the dining room again. You can see. Noir, the general, sitting at the table, wearing basically like a military outfit, no longer his armor. He's sitting there at the head of the table. sits Ken, and you can see the sort of round tiefling with the shaved down horns, uh, sitting grumpily on one side of the table across from Herrick, one of the twins, who uh, is is now wearing like a black tuxedo with a with like a black shirt under it. He looks and it's like kind of unbuttoned without the tie. Uh, he looks gorgeous and they are sitting around the table just kind of quietly. As she steps in, they look up to see her, and, and you hear just for a second from the general, you just hear him say, I do really hope uh, at some point maybe we can steal away to have a conversation in private, and then Ken, instead of reacting to that, turns and says, oh, Paulina, you've arrived. Uh, uh, very good. I'm sure the festivities are about to begin then, and kind of looking through and giving you, uh, the rest of you, kind of like a help me, Look,
4: <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I guess uh, I'll sort of shake my head out of the reverie and uh, and, and come into the room. Yeah, I
5: definitely step in at that.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. So you you step into the room. You can see that there's quite a banquet on this long table uh, between them. That they but nobody is really picking at. Uh, uh, Herrick, kind of has a, a, like a dagger stabbed through a chicken leg and is just kind of like twirling that around uh, like flicking it off the dagger and catching it again and eventually just sort of falls apart into pieces all over his plate paulina makes her way over and sits down at the table oh norbert you've decided to join us this year as well it looks like we're going to have quite a few guests in for the party this year and norbert says ah paulina's uh, as always just a pleasure to see you i hope you've been keeping out of trouble these days and she says well obviously i would never tell you cop And
7: uh, (laughs) reaches over
1: and just like starts grabbing some food and putting it on her plate. Um, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. And she says, "Where's?"
6: As soon as that happens, Stars like looks at everybody like with a huge grin. Is like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) he's gonna he's
1: gonna like like swoop over and sit down, like right in front, right across from the two of (laughs) them. Okay. Yeah. Uh, So uh, Paulina takes uh, the very end of the table, exactly opposite. Ken. Uh, to Ken's right is Noir and Herrick and Terry are sitting across from each other in the very center of the
7: table. Oh, you gave us his name.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. You you hear as you walk up, Herrick is looking across the table and is like, uh, what's wrong Terry, you're not hungry? Terry looks up and says, oh, it's just not, uh, it's not polite to eat until everybody's here. Beatrice hasn't shown up yet. Better not let her hear you calling her that. She prefers nightshade. <laughs> 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 and he's like, I know, but it's, it feels so stupid. That's such a stupid name. Amazing. <laughs> Ken says, yes, yes, please uh, uh, join us, friends. This uh, this will be the most civil part of the night that you'll witness is uh, uh, before everybody gets their daggers out.
7: Are, are daggers <clears> typical <throat> at family gatherings?
1: And Herrick is kind of picking his teeth with one. He says, in most cases, they're metaphorical.
4: Oh, I see. Oh, okay. And I'll make my way, and I'll sit uh, as far away from the Aladrin as I can.
7: And I will pull up a seat <laughs> next to Rowan.
4: So I guess we're by Paulina,
1: I guess. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Brie and Ben, are you coming in here as well, or are you going to wait and go back to the guest room first?
2: Oh, I believe we were
1: having a costume we- change. Yeah, I think we yeah, we
3: do a costume change and enter the dinner scene. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. So you uh you go into the guest room to change, and as you're like figuring out the wardrobes you see uh Pinky is in the room mm-hmm. uh, when you turn around, uh, just sort of like looking at you. Mm. Oh no. <laughs> oh, lucky
2: day, lucky day. Um yeah, I think Bree looks at him and and, and like does a little like lick of her chops, but then is like her stomach just kind of rumbles from the sheer amount of turkey because she was trying yeah. to eat herself to sleep earlier. Mm. Um, and she's like, mm, eh, not the <laughs> day, little one. And then opens the closet and starts, I guess, fumbling around and figuring out the magic clue.
1: Yeah. So you uh, uh, pick out some outfits and um, you can also uh, walk into the dinner scene.
2: Bria is going to be wearing a uh, mostly black silk kimono. Uh, with depictions of like large trees uh, that looks like really really elegant and natural, but if you look closely, you can see that there are, there are like dinosaurs in the trees, um, just like poking their heads out and 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 maybe like feasting on some things uh, in the underbrush. Yeah, black tie dinosaur pajamas. Basically, yeah. I'm, I'm... <laughs> I was just gonna wear pajamas, but I was like, I'll go a little fancier than pajamas. Still like inappropriate, but a little maybe passable. Uh, yeah, Ben's just wearing like
3: uh, kind of a uh, basic uh, pants with dress shoes and a uh, dress shirt with a tie and over it like a heavy, not heavy, but like a uh, an overcoat that goes down to about the knees and then over the shoulders like a, almost like a, a cape, like a half cape built into it, almost like a duster, but a, like a, a tightly checkered beige. Uh, and then he's going to have. Like he's wearing a cap that has like a beak on the front and a beak off the back. <laughs> and he just walks in, he's like, I like your dress. There's all kinds of lizards on it.
2: Hey, he's uh I don't know, he seemed flowy and comfortable. I never know what to wear in these things. It was much easier when they just put me in a ridiculous ball gown.
0: <laughs> but he's You look so you rigid. looked great.
2: You looked great in the ball gown. Brie. Thank you. You always look very sharp. <laughs> Thanks. And I, I, think Brie gives you like a little pinch of the cheeks, and your, your already flushed face uh, is <laughs> even like rosier. <laughs> yeah. You also you
3: notice there's like the gloss on on mm-hmm. on the end of uh, Ben's nose, and it's not from drinking.
1: It's because it's it's half beak. <laughs> 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 it's getting a little sharper. Um, so as you're having this conversation at the, at the top of the dining hall, the door opens behind you and the female tiefling comes in, who you now know as Beatrice or Nightshade. She has not changed. She's still wearing these sort of formal robes uh, that she walked in with. And she just like pushes between the two of you and walks towards uh, the chairs and says, well, everyone's still alive, it looks like. Uh, this has got to be a new record. I figured you'd be throwing things at each other by now. Herrick says, well, you just got here, so we really don't have anything to argue about yet. <laughs> and she sits down next to Herrick, and they all just are looking at each other, just kind of quietly, as they all awkwardly start to eat. Uh, uh, I would love uh,
5: for you to tell us more about your uh, exploration.
1: And all of the kids roll their eyes and sigh. <laughs> 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 Except, uh, well, the uh, Herrick and Beatrice do. Uh, Terry, like, mimics them after they do it. <laughs> Um, Paulina says, oh, well, of course. So what would you like to know?
5: Have you mapped other planes other than the material?
1: Oh, of course. I mean, especially lately, I have been just all over the place, just kicking down doors uh, everywhere that I can get them. And she is looking at Ken while saying this. I I didn't think until today that there was a blank space left on the map that I hadn't seen. I, I tell you, it really puts the rose in my cheeks being able to be out in the in the world, just exploring and meeting all of these fascinating people uh, who all have these different stories, these interesting lives, just a vibrance about them. And Ken is like, okay, that's enough. Yes, that's uh, very good. (laughs) We don't need to hear... Anything, would you like to hear about my book again, Mr. Valen? It's, uh, it's quite a quite a page-turner. And Paulina's like, I don't think anyone needs to hear about your book oh, again. Uh, well,
5: I, I certainly wouldn't mind hearing a bit about your, your methods of experimentation.
1: And Terry's like, I also would like to hear what other things you have done, Dad, uh, on your birthday, kind of looking across at Herrick and Beatrice. <laughs> yes, well, uh, I have made incredible steps forward, on the Kenworth conjured wardrobe as I'm sure all of you have seen as these wonderful outfits seem to fit you absolutely perfectly Very uh, impressive work. I s- yes, minus, thank you very ingredient. much and quite comfortable too <laughs> <laughs> looks over and says I see you did not figure it out did you Beatrice and she says you'll call me Nightshade do your students call you Nightshade and she says yes they have no choice I would expel them if they didn't <laughs> And Herrick is like, how are those studies going? And she shoots him this like death look. Terry kind of waits for the answer and is like, well, how are they going? And everyone's like, shut up, Terry. Oh, oh no. <laughs> and he just like grumpily sits there with a, with a frown on and uh, starts drinking.
2: It is your birthday, but uh, I do not see any kills here that the others have brought.
1: All of them come empty handed. Yes, isn't that an interesting thing that all of these children and my family should show up to my birthday empty handed? It, it does seem like things are it's, it's sort of a one way flow in this household where I give and give and give and never seem to receive anything you're quite astute thank you Bree, for pointing that out it's very strange
2: uh, where I come from if a child would show up without gift uh, we would simply eat child as payment
1: well isn't that just a wonderful thing imagine that if I were to crack down for once on my children for their ungratefulness and Herrick is like, Dad, don't, come on, don't do this right now. You know, like, well, I mean, really, what do you get the man that has everything? He's like, more grateful children might be a start. That might be a perfect thing to get him for his birthday. Maybe just a smile, maybe a thank you or a happy birthday, Dad, something like that, rather than a coming card. What?
0: A card. What? You
1: could get a com- um, You get a card. Thank you. You're write- right. You could. That's all, that's all I ask for, just a card, a little something to say, thank you, Dad, for making everything in my entire life possible uh, for boosting me up in this world and sending me out fit and and ready to go and bailing my ass out of every problem that I've ever had. Nightshade is like, don't you dare. I have earned everything that I've had. And he says, you have not earned a thing. Everything you do is because of me. And they all start screaming at each other.
4: I'm, I'm gonna What's stand the... up and start clinking my, my glass with like a fork mm-hmm. or something.
1: Nightshade waves her hand at you. And the chicken corpse on the table gets up and picks up a knife and runs at you. Okay, uh, oh, all right,
4: well, all right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, well, and yeah. uh, like starts stabbing the glass that you're clinking until no, it I, breaks. I'm sitting,
4: I'm sitting right down. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> okay, this is a spectator sport. I get it. I get it. All right.
1: What's 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 Norbert Noir doing? He is at the end of the table, like just with his head in his hands. And he's like, uh, uh, Ken, maybe now is a good time to, Kenneth, I, I, you could really, uh, you you don't have to have this argument. Uh, maybe now would be the time for us to have our, our conversation. And he like turns quickly and you can barely hear it over the yelling, but Norbert, if you keep pestering me about this location, you will never have it. You understand, it's a family thing. Just like all of this. Now uh, sit down, enjoy your wine and we'll, we'll have this conversation later. Yeah, the, the screaming match sort of continues. Herrick gets up and just like fills up his glass and holds it up to all of you. Uh, I
7: hold up a glass of brandy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I push the chicken yeah. away and glass also of line. mine up.
4: Yeah.
3: yeah, Ben holds up a glass of wine.
1: <laughs> yeah,
3: Brie holds uh, up and the drumstick. says,
1: Enjoy the relaxing evening, and he walks out. <laughs> Thank you. Terry keeps trying to separate people as, like, Beatrice makes her way to the end of the table, just screaming in Ken's face about her achievements. She's just like, oh, you, you can't tell me that you got me a job at the Spire Academy. Riddness wrote me personally and asked me because of my prowess. I am no conjuration hand-me-down. My necromancy skills are second to none, and that has nothing to do with you. He says, oh, yes, parading around your little zombie puppets. Oh, extremely impressive. The only reason you got that job is because literally nobody <laughs> wants to teach necromancy. And she's like, that, lots of people do. It's an incredible art. And he's like, it's creepy as hell. Uh, (laughs) she just goes like ah and then poofs on the ground and these two skeletal hands like shoot up through the floor and close on her and then pull her underground and she disappears Hmm. (laughs) and Paulina says well coming here to see my children was a I I lost that battle before I even began coming here talking to you I should have known that you want nothing more than to see them scream at you again for another year happy birthday Ken you fucking idiot and then she gets up out of the table
3: kids
6: (laughs) am I right (laughs) (laughs)
1: And she, like, actually kind of smiles at you with that and picks up the glass of wine and then hold, or the bottle of wine and holds it up to all of you and leaves the same way. Okay, well,
4: everyone can make a toast but me,
1: I
7: get
1: (laughs) (laughs) Ken sits back down in his chair, kind of defeated.
7: No birthday cake?
1: Terry's like, actually, I, I did bring a cake. And he goes over and, like, opens up his bag and he's like, oh, no. (laughs) and it's just smashed and he's like trying to kind of scoop it out onto the table (laughs) it's just been from all of the traveling has just been crushed and he's ken's like terry you make me so sad (laughs) (laughs)
3: ben is like it's still good and reaches across and just grabs a handful
4: yeah
1: yeah you
3: realize it's flan it's not even cake (laughs) Oh Jesus, Ben frowns at it, with his hand, <laughs> well. and just like it's,
1: it's good. And Terry's like, "You don't have to lie." Oh, I good. screwed it up again.
7: What? Well, Terry. What do you do, Terry?
1: Oh, I'm, uh, I'm in business and can <laughs> Oh, collapse. business, eh? Yeah, we have. I'm, uh, I, uh, I'm a. I, I'm. I was a merchant myself. Oh, really? Where, where was that? What did you deal in? Probably, uh, uh, I uh, mostly did import export. Oh, import that sounds fancy! Wow, I'm uh, I'm in silvers myself. I, what? What's that? What do you mean? Uh, for, forks, um, uh, candlesticks. Oh,
5: a respectable trade.
1: Well, uh, yeah. And Ken is just like he has his hand on his head, and is just like rubbing his eyes. And he's like, Terry, please have some dignity and storm out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> and Terry's like, Oh, okay, Dad. Uh, harumph, And gets up out of the chair. Oh. Terry, we'll talk about it more at drinks. Yeah, yeah. Actually, if if you're if you're still in pretty good with Prolia, uh, my my business just closed down there, and I've been hoping. I mean, if you're a nobility, and <laughs> Ken is like, stop begging at the table, Terry.
6: Well, I can't make promises, but uh, you know, we could talk.
1: Uh, I know what that means. <laughs> and then he opens the door and <laughs> crams himself back into his little <laughs> bedroom uh and the door closes behind him well the so food can. was just delicious uh, thank you uh,
4: uh,
6: happy thank birthday. you for having us happy birthday
1: yes um if you
6: don't, don't worry about it i understand family family's family you know you don't get to control them i wish i could no it's come on that's not what it's about right mm.
4: But I mean, Close
5: to experience each other in a,
4: right. in a warm,
6: <laughs> loving environment. It's, I
5: haven't been to a family dinner that didn't end in some sort of argument or another.
4: Uh, exactly.
6: Usually we just get drunk and play chess and then, it, uh, you know, they're fine by the morning.
4: And I mean, yes. something else too. If you can't control them, that means they came here of their own accord, didn't they? They wanted to spend some time with you. And yeah. even if it turned out like this, it, they still came.
1: Think about it that way. They could have not come. That's true. They could have. They could have not come. I hope they continue to come. The brief period before the yelling is, uh, my favorite time of the year.
4: Hmm. Well, there you go. Something else to look forward
1: to. Yes, there's always next year, I suppose. Although <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. They'll be here all night, so, uh, we're bound to have two or three more screaming encounters before the morning comes.
4: Hmm. Well, whatever gets you together, right?
1: Yes. Uh, I'm going to head up to the observatory and uh, keep an eye on to see if I can see oh. Ventris who's She she's uh well I I'll, maybe I'll leave you with uh, Norbert here Norbert says oh but I would really if, if you're going to the observatory uh, I mean perhaps I could I could call her um she, she may answer uh, she's technically off duty now but uh maybe in exchange for Kenneth's, like drop it I told you it's a family thing and he starts making his way to the door. Again, uh, Ben, you see that room with the uh, big orb of glass with the snow swirling on the outside of it and he steps inside and closes the door leaving you with the general who is sort of angrily now staring after Ken.
7: Have you known Kenoyth Long?
1: Ages. Uh, We uh, served together. Where did you serve? With the Winter Court, with the army. Started out as a, a soldier, a battle mage, and slowly became military intelligence. He was, uh, very skilled. Skilled, I can tell. So uh, what do you do now, uh, Norbert? Well, I've got my promotion to general, so I was here to deal with the, uh, Frost Titan that attacked the wall.
7: Are, are those common?
1: Not so common, thankfully, but, uh, not, not, we, we've seen them before. Uh, just enough to know how to deal with
7: them. Are they more
5: active as of late?
1: Why? Well, um,
5: this one appeared to burst forth from from the mountainside, but um, perhaps uh, uh, about a week ago, um, we we spied one in the distance, traipsing
7: on the on the material plane.
5: Correct. Mm. I saw it first. Ben's just like looking around, <laughs> it's, it's like, and
3: then
1: hangs his head. I mean,
7: to us, it seems quite strange to see something that large twice in one. And to see it
1: twice, yes. Well, some might say suspicious even. Sus-
7: hmm. uh, suspicious of,
1: <laughs> of us.
5: What reason would you have to suspect us having anything to do with it? We, why would I why would I introduce the idea to you if I were in some way involved? You're right. Probably nothing. You sound pretty suspicious now, Van.
7: <laughs> Benjamin,
3: you're not helping.
7: Are you drunk, Benjamin?
3: Sorry. No, you're drunk. Burr. And Ben uh, pushes pushes back his chair and gets up and starts walking for the door. How straight? It's like, you know, half
1: straight. I mean, he's super paying attention now. You can see him, like, looking at his feet to not look yeah, drunk. Checking her yeah, checking feet, one in front of the other.
7: Nothing to do about that.
1: Uh, Ben's going
3: to open the door thinking about the study. The door opens and you open the door to the study. Ben goes through, closes the door behind. Him. Or uh, actually, I guess he said, I'm going to look around
5: and close the door. <laughs> uh, should someone keep an eye on him?
4: Yeah, I think maybe I will. And, and I get up. The, the whole time, I've not looked at uh, the uh, the Eladrin at all, and I kind of, like, scoot off. And uh, I get to the door and kind of pause for a second. And, oh, well, he said study, I guess. But, hmm. and, and I'll just kind of focus on Benjamin to open the door.
1: Thinking about Benjamin, you open the door and end up in the hallway again with Jeeves. Oh, well,
4: darn. Uh, Jeeves, uh, hey, uh, could you, I guess, open the door that goes to wherever Benjamin is right now? I think, I think he said study, but I, I don't know.
1: Oh, well, yes, I, I, can open the door to the study for you. Um, unfortunately, I, I don't know where Ben, as you say, is, uh, yeah, but yeah. if he's in the study, I can open the study for you.
4: Oh, that'd be just great. Thanks, Jeeves.
1: And, uh, yeah, another door, uh, the, the hallways close together again, and, uh, the door opens to the study. Do I see Ben? You do.
4: Oh, great. Yeah, and I'll come in and I'll be like... Yeah, I'll, I'll just kind of come in behind you. Kinda.
3: Yeah, I think Ben is already, like, climbing up a ladder.
4: <laughs> okay. This is...
1: I imagine, yeah, those those Beauty and the Beast yeah. library ladders, right? Yeah. Always. Yeah, extending up and swirling around these bookcases that twirl up into the darkness.
2: Are you guys having the <laughs> musical scene without us? It looks like it. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: well...
1: <laughs> Pull out and a little tuning whistle. <laughs> Norbert stands up and says, uh, "Well, I'm... Um, Gonna go uh, see if maybe I can take a drink up to Can.
7: Is there some kind of problem?
1: Some kind of problem.
7: Yeah. Um. Oh well. Never mind.
1: I mean, w- we all saw. I think the the problem. Did you miss the whole conversation with just a well, conversation screaming match? Well, he's just family. Family is not the problem. It, it appears not much of a family man myself.
5: Uh, it appears that uh, Nightshade is a teacher and um, Terry is, is, a, is a merchant. Uh, do you know what sort of business Herrick is into?
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, Herrick is in the business of being in and out of every jail in the Fae.
2: Hmm. Um, must uh, not be uh, this... very good jails if people can keep getting out of them.
1: No, well, uh, you would think that, but uh, we have quite good jails. Herrick is just quite good at getting out of them and uh let's just say that this is the only time you will see the two of us in a room together where not I am not formally arresting or killing him
5: hmm, hmm. Uh, that must be uh difficult for you
1: it is and you are cousin uh no o- old war buddy ah yes
5: yes and, and which which war was that if i if I might ask
1: uh well the 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 war with the summer court ongoing oh I, I see uh
5: perhaps I'll accompany you up to the observatory no need uh
1: we have uh, business to attend to
5: oh well yes but uh K'nath did uh in- instruct me to to join him after dinner so now seems like a good time and he is like looking at you you make an insight check uh natural one <laughs> <laughs> End of Good. sentence.
7: Good. Uh, <laughs> can I? I see him looking. See at me. looking interesting at going on. There? Uh,
5: yeah. Um, I, I would like to say that I I am playing. You can you can do it. The, the side of this conversation that that uh, Valen is somewhat skilled at is is appearing completely innocent <laughs> uh, and just sort of like cordial, but very interested in in knowing what that conversation between him and and uh, is about. I'm very intent on joining him. Okay. But hiding that intention from him.
1: Uh. Politely sure. butting your way
5: in.
7: An eighteen for me.
1: He definitely wants to go alone and he is just trying he is trying to intimidate Valen, and Valen is unable to see that. <laughs> <laughs> Valen cannot read people well enough to be intimidated. <laughs> <laughs> so <Some laughs> much <health> <laughs> strength. <laughs> well, all, all I can do is request a moment with him. Uh, but again, this is not my jurisdiction.
7: Well, perhaps you'll uh, we'll see you later for drinks, uh, Valen, Mister Noir. Perhaps,
1: and he gets up and and starts walking towards the door. I get up to follow him. What would everyone else like to do? Star's
6: gonna go over to the door, and he's gonna just sort of say out loud, like as he's walking over, gonna be like, I wonder uh, what other rooms are in this uh, are in this place and he thinks about like a music room like a conservatory and tries to open the door.
1: Well, so so first of all the are, are you going to wait for Valen and Norbert to go out? Oh, yeah, I'll let them go through first. Okay. So does does anyone else want to go with them?
2: Oh, uh, I have a plan immediately after Star's action, but
7: I'd like to see if I can go track actually. Okay.
1: Naturally. So uh Valen, you and Norbert step through the door into the observatory. Um Star, when you open the door, you end up back in the in the opening room. Oh, okay. And you see Jeeves.
6: Hello. Oh. Hello. I was just looking around. I was wondering what other rooms this uh, this beautiful tower has. Oh, well, maybe somewhere where I could, you know, relax a little bit, listen to uh, some music. I don't know. Well, uh, of, of course,
1: uh, the the sitting room. Oh, the one I started in. Yes. Okay. It's a very good room for relaxing in. Um, and the of course your guest room. Uh, I could have. Of course.
6: Yeah, uh, it's okay. I'll, I'll handle myself, and then close the door again. Okay. This <laughs> yes, is less fun than less fun than I thought there was going to be. Start us back away from the door. Doesn't yeah, really I think
1: it. Doesn't does make a strong
2: choice. <laughs> Bree oh, walks up and goes, oh, this is very interesting. Uh, and closes her eyes and opens the door thinking about the kitchen.
1: Uh, you see the kitchen. Yeah. Uh, you open the door. Uh, there is a bunch of automated magical pots and pans uh, scrubbing themselves up after having completed the meal. I
2: think Bree steps in. Uh, you see her like turn back uh, to to star with just a big smile on her face and the door closes. <laughs>
7: <laughs>
2: yeah, Good. Star's gonna open the door. Star's
6: gonna open the door to the study. Gonna think about the study where everyone else went and okay. just joined them.
7: And Kara will go with Star.
1: Um, so the two of you go into the study and you basically as soon as you close the door, as you step into the study, it opens again and Herrick steps in.
4: This is where Ben and Oh hello, Rowan is right. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> I, right? Ben, maybe maybe this isn't what's going on, but I would love the idea that when they come in, it's the two of us running and pushing those ladders around on the rails until we meet on the other side, and then pushing them the other way until we meet again.
2: It's <laughs> on so like the last yeah. note of the musical
4: number. <laughs> yeah, 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 a bunch of books
3: turn around and look at you guys and collapse. <laughs> yeah. oh. uh, absolutely, Rowan. I think yeah, it, it started like Ben was looking for. You know, he's like um. Just trying to find books on the gods stupid gods we're supposed to know about them what they're doing how and yeah and then i guess pretty quickly devolves into pushing <laughs> the ladder yeah. uh pushing the ladders
7: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: yeah everyone's Skating like what about around. over here <laughs> <laughs> uh so while you guys are zooming around the door opens and everybody comes in
4: okay yeah i, I guess we're... hey guys yeah. oh uh, hello, uh, hello. Studying hard i can see
7: that looks like fun
4: it really is, it really is. I, dinner w- ended very quickly, I see. Mm.
7: I'm glad we <laughs> and, ate first.
6: Uh, Herrick, how are you doing? Uh, good. What are you doing in here? Um. Good, honestly, just looking around. Okay. Insight? Yeah.
1: 16. He is very surprised to see you in here. Was definitely expecting to come in here with no one else being in here. Mm-hmm.
7: Mr. Noir was telling us that you have an interesting career in prison breaking.
1: Uh, that's uh, the career is the part that gets me in prison. Oh. The prison breaking is more of a hobby.
7: Mm.
4: Well, I'd love to hear more about it if you're willing to tell.
1: And he, it's like, like looking at you. I'm like, like up on, on the ladder. ladder. Yeah. It's just like <laughs> ee- 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 ee, like stopping as you say this.
4: Yeah, and then I'll kind of see his look, and then I guess sort of remi- like remember myself, and then very obviously be like. Uh, oh, oh! Uh, I found that book, Benjamin. <laughs> yeah, but here it is. Uh, I'll just come down now, <clears throat> so and put this book on the table, and you can look at it when you're ready. This is a recipe book, uh, and I'm sure we'll find the the one we're looking for. So, uh, <clears throat> uh, Herrick, please, I'm looking for a
1: recipe.
3: Ben just starts <laughs> flicking idly through. Like he actually
1: does start looking. <laughs> uh, it's best that I don't get you too caught up on my business. Uh, in case you become accidentally complicit
7: uh, Oh, uh, no, I mean no, We are
4: the
1: appetite even
7: heading more. back To the material plane It's our plan um,
3: Material plan
4: Oh, very good, yeah
7: It just—it sounds like you might have some fascinating stories
4: Yeah, and to be honest, Eric It's unlikely we're going to see each other again So it seems like no harm, no foul
1: What did you think of the dinner?
7: Oh, um, quite exciting well,
4: Oh, you know. Seen a couple of those in my
6: lifetime
1: Mm.
7: It's it was, nicer uh, from the outside.
1: Kind of
4: embarrassing.
1: I had a pretty good time.
4: <laughs> I, I mean, What's... it is impressive that you guys can all yell and still kind of understand what the other
1: ones yelling about. That that was pretty. Good. Mm. What did you think of the dinner? Oh, it's a uh, old hat to me. Mm-hmm.
7: Are you and your sister close?
1: No. Uh, <laughs> I'll leave you to it. <laughs> <laughs> and he turns around and opens the door (laughs) and steps out of the room.
2: You
0: asked
1: the personal question. (laughs) In the observatory, you step inside and you see there's just like a big chair set up next to the fire, um, looking out the window, and you can see Ken sort of sitting opposite, like looking opposite of you out the window.
5: This is uh, formidable. Uh, You must have quite the view of the night sky from here.
1: And you don't get a response.
5: Oh, sorry. Are, are we interrupting you?
1: And Norbert steps forward and says, "Ken, we don't have to talk about anything that happened down there. We don't have to talk about anything. I, I just wanted to say I'm, I'm sorry for pressing you on your birthday." Uh, and walks around the front of the chair and just goes, "Mister Valen." Uh, y- yes, General. Please gather up your friends and meet back in the sitting room. <laughs> There has been a murder in this house.
5: Uh, fr- right, right away. Uh,
1: oh, oh dear. Is, is there anything we can do? Lock the doors. Nobody leaves until we figure this out. <laughs> I love this.
6: <laughs>
5: uh, knew it. Fuck?
1: I knew Beautiful. it. <laughs> <Beautiful>. And we <laughs> could uh, we could probably pause there.
5: <laughs> I love. I him, wish man. I had a better line. I yeah. saw it coming. <laughs>
1: Hello, it's Mike Farty, your Dungeon Mom. Thank you for listening to another episode of Wonders and Blunders. Not too much to... Oh, hold on. There is a green viscous liquid dripping onto my hand from above. Just let me slowly turn my head up and oh my God!
7: (laughs) Ha ha, surprise! Take this and this, Ah, sleeping poison, motherfucker. Sit down. (laughs) That's right, it is me, Frito, hiding on the ceiling as I like to do, and you have been tricked. This is not a regular episode 69 in the middle of November. No, this is the first episode of the Spooktacular. Ha ha ha, snuck up on you. Oh, I got you in my trap. And now you will never escape. It's a murder mystery. Dagger's out, get it? Ha ha ha, see you next freak. And probably for like six more freaks after that. Cause it takes us forever to get anything. Dun, dun, done. <laughs> that was okay.